generally calm people of Reddit. What made you lose your absolute mind that time? It always felt like my parents never wanted me. I was a surprise honeymoon baby born nine months in a day after their wedding. I was regularly screamed at for anything I did until I just started hiding. I was called, quote, the practice child my whole life. My younger siblings got way more love and attention, etc. In my teens, they started taking in, quote, strays. If any neighborhood kids didn't want to go home, they could just be at our house all the time. Effectively, my mother would take my friends away from me to be her friends instead, one of which was a kid who picked on me constantly from the time I was 11. I guess they had that in common. That guy was kicked out of his dad's house and his mom's house when he was 20, so my parents took him in permanently. That killed me. But I always wanted their approval, so I was always calm and agreeable, always desperately trying to figure out how to get them to love me, so I went along with it. Years later, I married and have a son. This guy still lives with my parents. They continue to coddle and make excuses for him while criticizing me for whatever they feel like. One day, we're all at my parents' house and my son is being a goofy two-year-old, which annoys the man-child living there. So he gets furious, picks my son up by his ankle, and spanks him. My parents claim not to have seen it. We went home. I couldn't sleep that night because I was so upset. The next morning, I made sure the guy and my mom would be at home, and why wouldn't he be there, and I went to confront them with my wife. I dumped everything I had been putting up with on them for about an hour, including asking how my mom could allow this jerk to hit my son. She maintained that it didn't happen, so I went through the roof. I ended up crying because of all the pent-up emotion, so my fantastic wife took over. She said, we wouldn't be coming back if the guy still lived there, so he yelled that he would move out and he stormed off after saying he didn't have to listen to this. My parents convinced him not to move out shortly after we left. My mother expressed how disappointed she was that I didn't come, quote, to have a conversation and only came to, quote, dump on them. That was her big takeaway from everything I said, that I wasn't being fair to them. We went to counseling with them later, for months. It validated everything I had felt, but they never stopped lying and being defensive. One counselor said we should be on Dr. Phil. The other counselor said my mom is, quote, incapable of empathy. Both counselors called my parents delusional. But of course, my parents didn't take any of that seriously. At one point, my dad asked me, who does he think he is to judge us like that? As if he forgot that's their job. Haven't spoken with them in almost a year, and life is so much better. My brother and I played travel sports for a few seasons as kids. One trip, I was at the pool with some of his teammates messing around in the water, and the coach's kid was being a jerk as usual. My brother was one of the smaller kids on his team, so the coach's son would screw with him a lot. Most of the kids on my brother's team disliked him, but didn't speak up so they wouldn't be next. He thought it would be funny to pick up my brother's drink right in front of him and spit into it. My dad taught me from a young age not to let anyone screw with my brother or sister, so I got seriously angry. I took a good running start and shoulder-checked him into the pool. Since he had just gotten there, he hadn't taken his clothes off yet and cried because his phone and iPod got ruined. He literally ran out yelling, I'm telling my dad! Well, that backfired because everyone stuck up for my brother, and the coach was not happy to find out what a crap bird his son was being, so he was the only one to get in any trouble. Sometimes justice is a dish best served cold, and other times it's served extremely wet. Ruined iPod and all. My grandfather passed away, so I told my boss that I had to take a couple of days off to be with my family. 
He had the nerve to tell me work was more important than family and threatened to fire me. I went off on him in the middle of the office for a solid five minutes before quitting and rushing home. This lady came to the shelter to see the cats. She asked if she could give them treats, and I said yes. It's a shelter where most of the cats are free. So she gets the bag out, the cats are going wild with anticipation, and she just stood there, laughing and tempting them without giving them anything. She looked like she enjoyed their anxiety, and her laugh sounded like a crazy person. I lost it, grabbed the bag out of her hands, gave treats to the cats, and asked her to leave. Those cats are already stressed out. Don't give them more anxiety. I can remember that day like it was yesterday. I was home packing my stuff to get ready for when my husband was out of basic training. I never yell or even raise my voice to hardly anyone ever. My dad has always had a wicked temper, and my sister also had a knack for starting yelling matches with him. One night, she forgot to do something she was supposed to, and the yelling started again. I ignored it up until he called her stupid. It got under my skin, so I spoke up a little saying that he shouldn't call her that. He hollered back, You are my daughters. I can talk to you however I want. That's when I snapped. I saw Red for the first time in my life, and I completely lost it. I screamed back at him at how I was tired of him treating us like garbage when he lost his temper, at how we hid in the back room with my mom until he cooled off, and how all I wanted was to visit my family before I had to move over 12 hours away from them. I also threatened that if he ever wanted to see me again, then he needed to shut up and sit in the corner until he was done throwing a fit. I yelled at him for the first time in my life for a solid 30 minutes. I didn't stop until everything I had to say built over the years was out, and I saw him go from red-faced angry to what seemed to be guilt-ridden. When I finally stopped, he was quiet. He didn't say a word and walked away. Shortly after I moved out, he went to a doctor and has been put on some medication to help with his anger issues. Now, he's super friendly, and I haven't heard him throw a tantrum like he used to in over 10 years now. He has never spoken poorly to me or my sister since then either. I lost my mind when my patient got her pre-authorization for surgery for a large grapefruit-sized pelvic mass denied by BCBS, and when I did a peer-to-peer, the doctor working for the insurance company said I needed to have a psychiatrist rule out mental causes of her pain first. I had to walk away for 30 minutes before seeing another patient because, had anyone given me any more lip, I might have gotten violent. I lost my mind when I was late for work because my colleague asked me to cover their shift and gave me the wrong time, and it was my fault from the company's perspective. This happened in some club ages ago. I was bouncing around on the dance floor with everybody else and apparently stepped on some dude's foot who had been standing there with this posse of two or three other guys watching people. I shrugged and apologized, then turned around to leave. Right then, quote, somebody smacked me in the back of the head. Not hard, but too hard to ignore. I turned around still calm and said something like, Look, I'm going to walk this way, you guys stay here, and nothing more needs to happen. Turned around again, got smacked in the head again. I was very much ticked off at that point. It didn't help that they looked at me all innocent. I couldn't even tell which one of them did it. So I just stuck my finger in the face of the dude whose foot I allegedly stepped on and recommended he don't do that again. Turned around once more, waiting to get smacked in the head again. This time, they poured a glass of beer in my back. That's when I completely lost my mind. Threw myself around and went straight at the guy. I was in full rage mode. Didn't care what happened next as long as that guy suffered. I could tell by the terrified look on his face he realized he had gone too far. His friends never stepped in to help him. 
After a while, people separated us, and that was that. I have no sympathy at all for people who resort to violence for solving their problems, but feel no shame for having snapped in that situation. I think I did everything in my power to avoid what eventually happened. So, earlier this year, my health insurance got messed up. I started making too much money to qualify for my state's Medicare, so healthcare.gov requested a notification from NJ Family Care to confirm I wasn't on it anymore. So in January, I called them to get said notification. They say, yeah, you should get it in a couple of weeks. It never comes. Unfortunately, I had forgotten about it until healthcare.gov sends me a message that they're going to raise my insurance costs if I don't get them the message in the next two weeks. So I call NJ Family Care again and explain to them the situation. They once again claim they're going to send me the notice and don't. So now, after getting an extension from healthcare.gov about this, I call up NJ Family Care once more and attempt to explain the situation, politely requesting the cancellation notice. But the woman on the phone gets an attitude with me, saying some stupid stuff like, Um, you know this is the cancellation department, right? And I lost my mind. What is your problem? I don't understand why you can't just send me this stupid letter. What's happening over there? Just look in the file and cancel it. Yes, you dog. I know this is the cancellation department. I want a notice that it's canceled. I must have scared the crap out of her because the next thing she said was, uh, I'll go get my supervisor who solved the problem in 10 minutes and I got my cancellation notice three days later. My friend is bad with math. I was explaining a thing once. It took 10 minutes. He tells me he doesn't get it. So I sit there and explain this thing more deeply. Took 30 minutes. He's like, takes in-ear headphones out of ear. He was covering it with his hand. Oh, sorry, I wasn't listening to you. Found this amazing radio recently. I lost my mind. I worked at a diner with an open kitchen. You can see us, and we can see you. I'm the only cook during the lunch rush when I hear a lady shout, Hey! I look over, and a lady sitting in a booth points at me and then does a very condescending come-here motion with her finger. I thought something was wrong with her food, so I decide I could run out of the kitchen, leaving four orders on the grill, and see what I need to fix. She has no food on her table. She holds her blue soda cup out to me and asks, What is this? Uh, excuse me? Why is my root beer in a soda cup and not a mug? I, I don't know, I'm just the cook. Oh great, another freaking idiot in this freaking place who doesn't know anything. She then proceeds to chew me out because I, the cook, do not know why the server gave her root beer in a cup. We have special root beer mugs, but the servers couldn't find them. Someone misplaced them. I apologize and head back into the kitchen while she's loudly talking crap about me to the next booth to find out that all of my orders are ruined and more have been coming in. It's already stressful working in a kitchen, and that was the last straw. I went in back, started screaming and kicking the crap out of the walk-in cooler. When I went back out, Everyone was quiet and avoided eye contact, even the lady with the issues. Still looked pretty mad though. I rushed through the orders and thank God she left without saying anything. I didn't get in trouble though since my manager was serving and had to deal with her as well. He understood. My friend who was usually a chill person had some girl make fun of her brother who was killed and she ended up beating the crap out of her, smashing her face into the wall and getting kicked out of our school for it. Deserved. I was in charge of a rollover trainer once at a military training site. Think of a Humvee on an axle that spins, like a rollover accident. Part of the safety brief before anyone goes in is to empty their pockets of all items, take any items on belts off. We have rubber items inside to simulate stuff flying. We do this for safety's sake. 
Part of the training is, we stop the trainer on its side-slash-roof so the participants can get exposure to assisting the other passengers and exit the vehicle safely and quickly. It's been a long, boring-as-crap day, and like all good army training, I am hungover and irritated. All officers, and they are listening for crap. We stop the exercise on the roof for a group, and they all exit except one who can't undo the seatbelt. I open the door and reach in and placed my hand on a dual-edge, four-inch boot knife. I absolutely lost my mind. I saw red, my ears burned, and I distinctly remember seeing one of the other instructors' mouth, oh crap. I chewed out every freaking officer there, all of whom outranked me, many of whom outranked my commander. Didn't matter, as my position was safety officer. I went on a tirade. I turn around after it was done, and my best friend is freaking recording it on his phone. That jerk showed that clip the rest of the week and for years after him. I miss that sucker every day. Update, sadly, that video is long gone, I imagine. Yes, I am former military, gladly retired. My son was maybe 8 months old and had recently been diagnosed as profoundly deaf. Deaf kids will often inhale to make vibrations and noise that they can somewhat, quote, hear for stimulation. We were on pins and needles as I had just lost my job and our insurance and the cochlear implant surgery was going to cost us $170,000. We'd have to sell the house and one of the cars. We needed a break and our in-laws took us to the food court at a local mall. Our boy started to inhale and gasp. He needs a beating, a fat 20-something said, not so quietly to our friends at the table next to us. I rarely curse in public and am generally non-confrontational, but a stream of insulting profanity issued from my mouth for a good 10 minutes that would have put a sailor to shame. I found it couldn't stop, and I got on the verge of Bukowskian poetry. I insulted her, her mother, her weight, and her pinched-faced friends. I launched into the smell of her genitalia, how fat she was, how she'd only be able to reproduce with a blind, drunk moron with a death wish, as she was uglier than the devil's butthole on fire with a crap of heck. And it only progressed from there. F. Lee Ermey's Marine Drill Sergeant from Full Metal Jacket would have told me to tone it down a bit. I told her he was deaf and that we couldn't stop it, and this was a goddamn food court in a crappy southern town filled with crappy inbred, hellspawn, redneck, ignorant mutant troglodytes that embarrassed normal troglodytes. The food court was silent, and all the eyes were upon us. And then it progressed from there. She got up and left crying. I can honestly say the whole rant was involuntary, like a pus-filled boil popping and draining in a torrent. I had never done anything like this before and have not done it since. I feel bad for her to this day. My seventh freaking trip to the DMV when trying to reinstate my license. Every single time, they scrutinized my paperwork and always managed to find something wrong and would send me away to fix it. On this seventh trip, they finally resorted to, you have no proof that you ever had a license, despite my piles of paperwork showing my driving record, among other things. I refused to leave the seat and said, you people are monsters. A manager was called. We argued. He said he believed that I had had a license, but there was just no proof, and he couldn't risk accepting my paperwork in case someone checked it. I said I refused to leave the seat until I knew exactly what was needed. Manager said, tell you what, I can contact last state I lived in and can get a verification that I had had a license there. It would take three minutes. That's when I yelled in the DMV, WHY WASN'T THAT THE FIRST THING YOU SAID?! Anyway, I got my license back. 
I grew up on a farm, and one day, several cows decided that since their head could fit through a small hole in a gate, then their whole body could fit through a small hole in a gate. This resulted in a broken gate, a cow stuck in the broken gate, several cows roaming freely in a field after escaping through the broken gate, and me absolutely losing my mind. I now work in IT. Cows are dumb. Username Recovering Farmer checks out. In sixth grade, a group of some four kids took Monopoly of the back of the bus, a true power move. I always minded my own business and tried to sit away from them. For one, they all didn't understand basic hygiene and smelled even though they were older than me. Anyway, turns out the bus driver was their quiet retired grandpa who would never tell them to stop bullying or doing dumb crap. So one time, they have a freaking spitting war. As in, they spit across the seats at each other as they jump seats for cover. At one point, I was the seat in the middle, and a giant wad of their disgusting spit hit me square in my face. I then proceeded to take my Pearson history book, one of those big, heavy, hardcover textbooks, and smashed them over the head with it. Granted, this was me telling them to stop their nonsense several times. The spitting stopped after that. Anyway, the book cover cracked and I had to pay for it at the end of the year, but I regret nothing. This guy at work was, quote, cleaning out the work break room. Basically, he was throwing out people's personal belongings. So, I see my new coffee mug I bought specifically for work in the trash and lost my mind. I started yelling at him that what he was doing was morally wrong and it's not his stuff to throw out. I went to my HR manager and complained to him about the principle of the thing. I took all the coffee mugs in the trash out and washed them. The good thing is, if you are a calm person 99% of the time, people are more likely to listen to you in the 1% of moments you lose it. Exactly. I used to waitress and never caused any drama. I was there to make money for my wedding. I showed up on time, didn't take smoke breaks, never on my phone, and rolled with the punches. The two best compliments of my life came from my manager. One was him thanking me for not making him know my fiancé's name. I never had problems to deal with at work like the other girls, and I didn't chit-chat. And when all heck was breaking loose, he called me his calm little Hindu calf, which still makes me laugh. Anyway, this jerk of a cook wouldn't stop calling me pet names and trying to touch me. Every time I said loudly and clearly, don't touch me, and my name isn't sweetheart, it's hopeful kitty. Everyone knew how I felt, and they tried to tell me, that's just how he is, let it go. I told them that the way I am is that I don't want him to touch me. When the manager talked to him, he'd stop for a few weeks, then start again. After months of this, I told the manager if it didn't stop, I was going to file a harassment complaint. Manager talked to the owner and asked if he'd rather have the cook or me because I was on the verge of quitting, and they agreed they'd rather have me a hundred times over this dude. He was gone by the next day, and I got an escort to my car every night. Turns out, if you are drama-free and calm, people really listen when you have a problem. I lost it on a nurse in a nursing home once in my fire-slash-EMS days. We ran a call there at 8am, and she said she had just got there and didn't know anything about the patient or their condition. Alright, plausible enough. Run there again at 11am, same nurse, same story. Okay, fine, maybe you haven't had enough time to actually catch up on your patients. We're annoyed at this point, but keeping our crap to ourselves. 1.30pm rolls around, and we get another call to the same place. Same nurse. Exact same response as the first two times. I lost my cool and started yelling at her in the hallway outside the patient's room. I was livid. How have you been here for at minimum five and a half hours and still don't have any info on any other patient? 
it was absolutely unacceptable, and I let her know that in no uncertain terms. She called my chief and I got yelled at for verbally harassing a nurse. Three months later, we get a call to the same place for an 85-year-old woman with an altered mental status. We get there, it's the same nurse. Yet again, same bullcrap answer that she didn't know the status, but stated that a tech had checked in on the woman 15 minutes ago. We go in the room and this woman is dead. Like, dead dead. Full rigor, emptied bowels, the works. We tell her this and she panics and runs in and starts CPR. We're like, um, no, she dead. Obvious signs of death and there is no working this patient. She was fired the next day. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. Put the playlist on in the background to finish listening to all the stories linked at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Genius, give Am I the Jerk a shot linked in the description too. Either way, thanks a lot for watching and we'll see you guys next time.